Oh my gosh, I can't wait to be best friends forever. Hey, let's talk. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Collective Sound, and I have such a fun guest with me today. Uh, Roxy, welcome to Collective Sound. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited about being here. You're welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. What an honor. Um, I feel like this is how most of my episodes start. It's like, so I met this person at a show, and it's usually a Paramore show. I mean, that's literally how we met, so it's not live. Right, Right. which, okay, so... I want to make sure I'm right. We met at the end show, right? Yes, we did. Or did we meet at Art and Friends? It it was at the end. We saw each other at Art and Friends, but we were at the end together sweating. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So for those of you who don't remember, or if you listen to the podcast regularly, whoever you are, that's okay. Um, Paramore Flight is show, what, 2017? Yes. 2018? Somewhere around there. It was before Tour 5, I think, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a radio thing. Okay, cool. 2018, I think. I think it was 18. Yes. So Paramore played this little show at this little venue called The End at, mm-hmm. in Nashville. It's like maybe 100 cap. I don't even yep. know. Super grungy. Like, surprise, it's still standing. Um, but that's where they played one of their first shows. Anyway, so Paramore played this, like, surprise show radio thing there. And that's where Roxy and I met. We did. Which was such a, like, beautiful place to meet people because, like, what a crazy experience. I mean, there was one moment during Misery Business when Haley, we know the moment she got off in the crowd, and there was a point that I thought she was going to kiss my mouth. (laughs) So you said, honestly, I'll take it. It, Honestly, I was like, you know what? If it's Haley Williams, then it's fine. Then it's fine. (laughs) I'm I'm good good with it. So there's a whole video of people who are like, did she kiss you? And I was like, she didn't, but... I think that would have been okay. But like, said, maybe I'll run with it. Like yeah, maybe I'll, I'll just pretend like she did. <laughs> yes. That is so funny. So yeah, we met well, we met at that show and we're both mm-hmm. friends with Carly. And yes. then we've like we've bebopped around since. We like kind of work adjacent to each other now. We, which we is, do. Which is funny. In a um, whole different world. Yeah, which is just like so strange. Like what yeah. a small world. It's so weird. Um but we met because of Paramore, which like mm-hmm. how cute. Um how long have you been a Paramore fan? Dude, I think I've been a fan since 2000 and like, it has to be 2008 because Riot had already been out. Like, Because okay. I remember I was on MySpace and everyone's <laughs> song under MySpace page was Crush, Crush, Crush. And I'm like, oh. what is this dang song? To this and day, I, that song is so good. Literally, and I heard it. I'm like, okay, I, I like this. I like this a lot. And then I think I had a, I had a play a PlayStation, and there was a game on it. Mm-hmm. It was like a theme park game, and there was a Paramore song on it. Really? It was like, it was like Pressure or something. Okay. I was like, this band is amazing. So they came into my life when like the Jonas Brothers came into my life, and what a they pair. both hold like very special places in my heart. But I think since like 2007, 2008, I remember counting down for Brand New Eyes. Oh so my that's gosh. how I like time things. That is so sweet. I was so late to the Paramore game. I'll, I sadly admit it, but I'm here. Um, would you say, I always ask this question. Oh my gosh. I didn't even make you do the first thing. Oh, we have to rewind before we get into this. Nope. I make everyone introduce themselves like they're a freshman in college. I do. So So you'll say your name, age, hometown, and a fun fact about you. So my name is Roxy Moore. I am 27. So I'm a little older. Um, I, I was born in Cuba. Cool. I, I didn't know that. In, yeah. I grew up in Miami and now I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am a photographer. Heck yeah, you are. Yeah. Do you have a fun fact? Fun fact. Uh, well, usually my fun fact is I've been on stage with Paramore before. Right. So that's, <laughs> right. That can't work here. Um, I became a really good bartender during COVID. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I love it. What I was like drinks? What was the best drink you learned how to make? So uh, a coconut rum old fashioned and I make my own coconut rum. So I literally let it sit in like coconut oil for like oh. a day and then I, I like make it. But I mean, I don't distill it or anything, but I yeah. do that whole process. Sister. It tastes like coconut. And so, next time you're in Nashville yeah, or when I'm in Atlanta, I am. Girl, I got you. 
You're incredible. it's like a good summer staple for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Pop off. Anyway, sorry, I just like interrupted our beautiful conversation. No, so fine. anyway, your gateway drug to to <laughs> being a fan, being music, is that Paramore? Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, hundred um, percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, MySpace that really turned you on. MySpace and Crush, Crush, Crush. Thank you so much. Because before that, my profile song on MySpace was probably like Casting Crowns. Yeah, you know? and <laughs> so, you know that's okay. The, the Casting so. Crowns to Paramore Pipeline, honestly, is probably more common than you think. Honestly, they're probably really close together. Oh my gosh, when was the first time you saw Paramore live? Oh gosh, Honda Civic Tour, two thousand and ten. Oh, thank you, Tegan oh and Tara. Oh. Me and my friend from high school got tickets and I was like, it's your birthday because our birthdays were like close to each other. So mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to go for our birthdays. And it changed my entire life. Like, I remember taking photos with my little point and shoot and be like, I want to do this. And look at you now. Look at me now. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to get into that. But I okay. first, I need to know more about your long, your young life. Okay, so you, you yeah, find yeah. Paramore, you become a fangirl. Are you like in like like fandom world at that point? Oh, yeah. So I, I never was like, they had like a whole fan club thing. Mm-hmm. My parents never let me join it because like, <laughs> you know, they're probably, trying to, they're probably trying to protect me. Honestly. Yes. They're like, yeah, we don't have money. I'm like, I know you guys have money. <laughs> like, I said, whatever. So, you just don't want to pay for this. <laughs> so I was never in that. But I remember just like MySpace and Twitter was a, like, it started becoming a huge thing. And I was totally in that whole paramore world twitter just tweeting Haley and trying to get her to tweet me back on my little razor thing yeah. <laughs> me getting her te- like her tweets to my phone like while I was in <laughs> that's school. what carly said too yeah. that's so funny yes that's so funny oh i never my heard gosh. a tweet from her but i always would like oh my gosh Haley tweeted it's, like what did she say <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb gosh what a queen She's the best. What a queen. What? Okay, so you you find Paramore in MySpace. You get involved. You see mm-hmm. them 2010. How many times have you seen them since? Okay, um, I lost count, but I think it's 27. Wow. 27 times. So they never came to Miami, really. They would always go to Orlando. Okay. And that was four hours from where I lived, and I didn't have a car. So Valid. I never, like, got to go see them. So, and when they didn't, was it self-titled tour they started coming to Miami and I saw them like a couple times on that tour yep. and then I had I was in college at that point so I was just driving to like West Palm Beach and Orlando said, I'm and all these yeah I'm like I'm gonna go to all these shows so and then I've been on Parahoy and that is like three shows so I count each of those as a show as you should as you yeah, should honestly and then moving to Atlanta Nashville is so close so I yeah. go to the Atlanta shows then now I go to the Nashville shows so I just go to like I've been I've seen them way too many times but there's really no such thing as not too many times. not too many times at all you know I won a radio it. contest in college and I saw them in Vegas like at the yard and it was like I got flown out there. Which okay, we need to we need so, to unpack that. <laughs> what? It was like a radio thing, and I I don't remember what we had to do, but I remember sitting in a college class, getting a phone call, and it's like the iHeart Radio ladies like, "Hey, you just won tickets to go like to iHeart Radio, ha ha!" And I was like, "Oh, cool!" <laughs> so like we booked flights, and me and my friend went and saw them, and it. And during the iHeartRadio thing, it was like, hey, tweet this to get a meet and greet with an artist. And we were like, oh, my God, we can, like, meet Paramore. And we ended up meeting Ariana Grande, which is really cool. Right. But we were like. <laughs> so random. <laughs> right. But in that moment, we were like, can we switch and meet Paramore? <laughs> and were they like, no. Yeah. Basically, they were like, uh, no shot. Like, no, absolutely That is not. so funny. But, I can't I mean, believe they flew you out to Vegas to I've see I've been as, far, so as Vegas to see Paramore. There was, like, three songs, maybe. Okay, yeah. You know, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw Lord there. I saw Coldplay. It was great. It was amazing. What a plus, though, to Usher see everyone. There. It, was, it was awesome. But Usher, I know. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you've been you've been flown out to see Paramore. We yes. need to talk when you've been on stage with Paramore. I need to hear it. Oh, dude. It, it, honestly, I blacked out. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I remember most of it. Set the scene for us. So you're in, what city are you in? We're in Clearwater, Florida. It's very popular. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. I was gonna say never heard of it. <laughs> Probably like a retirement city. Okay. Um, so it was like the writing the future tour is the Cute. name of it. Mm-hmm. So we we did this whole like Twitter project where we had like lyrics about future. I don't know if y'all have heard Cute. about it. So yes. we did that. We had signs, but I made a sign and it was uh that's so raven. 
Oh, and it was Raven true. Simone in a mariachi outfit. Because, <laughs> you know, Misery Business has a mariachi intro. Yeah, exactly. So, the sign said, my future is on stage because Raven is a psychic, you know? So yes, I just, really, I really try to do the whole thing. So that morning I tweeted Haley and she liked the tweet. And I was like, oh, I'm in. This is good. Like, this is going to happen. So I was like, okay, this is, this is going to happen. And then Adam found me before the show, her, their manager. Mm-hmm. And he was like, are you one of the people doing the signs? Because it was the second show of the tour. Cool. And he was okay. kind of like having a question about it. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like it's me and a couple other people from different cities. So I was on their Instagram, oh. like explaining. <laughs> it's okay, like, queen. it's probably if you try to find it, honestly. I literally will. It, I, what yeah. year is this? 20. Oh, gosh. 2015. Okay. Yeah. I'm already on it. It's. I will link you to oh, no, it. I'm not doing it right now, but I'm writing a note. I'll link you to it. So he found me. He's like, can you talk about this? And I was like, great. And I was like, also, please tell Haley, like, I want to get on stage. And he kind of like winked at me. I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. Um, and during the show, she was basically like, hey, like, I just want to bring someone up. I've seen about the, like, I've seen in the interwebs. I'm going to use my psychic internet powers. And, and you my, knew. My friend was like, it's you. And he like chucks me on the stage <laughs> were you close to the front i was like on the, on the fourth row or something okay Third, cool fourth row. yeah like, it's, it's you and she's like she's like oh yeah you whatever and then she tells me just stay right here and i do not stay right there <laughs> I, go, I go toward jeremy and i start like dancing I'm yeah like, this is not me i'm an introvert and yeah I Taylor and i start playing his guitar what? <laughs> this is so wild he like gives me his guitar pick and I just start like strumming. As you should, as you should. And then Haley's like trying to find me and she's like, <laughs> she's like, where is this girl? Where did she go? And I was like, I'm right here. So she gives me a mic and we just like popped off. And I got, I got like stuck on the mic because it was like a, it had like a little cord. Uh-huh. So I got stuck and I like, I look at her and like my face is just like, I, I, I'm going to trip. And she like, <laughs> we like switch in between and I get her mic and I'm probably Aww. yelling out of tune in her ears and it's fine and then we just did it i got on the on the box and the oh, box yeah you have to i was so scared because it says do not tip and i'm like you We're said, gonna well <laughs> it's going to happen oh my gosh this. and then i just it just happened i i took a selfie with her at that you point. have to send all of this to me Before. i need to see it all we took a selfie and I was just shaking and I was wearing a Mickey Mouse button down. It was, it was not, <laughs> like, I don't know that girl. That was <laughs> She's a stranger. I've only worn it that one time and wow. I still have a shirt, so. That should be in a museum. It honestly, maybe one day, if I ever get famous, I'm going to do. I'm gonna it will be. You said untouched since, it's since worn on stage. I don't think I even washed it. <laughs> We're already sitting in my closet. I moved from Miami. I'm like, this shirt's going with me. You said this. I haven't yeah. worn it since, but this yeah. is coming with you. That I'm, is yeah, insane. Like, how did that feel afterwards? Like, then what do you do for the rest of the show? It literally felt euphoric. My phone was blowing up. Twitter was going off. And I it was bet. like, I don't have notifications on anymore for Twitter or Instagram just because yeah. it's helpful. Yeah. But it was like, at that point I did. And it was just like, just like a ton of people like proxy. And I was like, this is wild. Cause it's like people I don't know, but it's like, yeah. it's like friends you have, you know? You yeah, exactly. It. So it's just kind of like all these people were rooting for me. And it like, it wow. Happened. So it was really awesome. Honestly. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Is that, would you say that's your like craziest fan moment? Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Nothing's cool. lived up to that. No, I think that's when I peaked is what I say. Six <laughs> <years>. <laughs> you said that was the peak of my life and we're just, like, you know, cruising only downhill from here at this point. You I'm know like, what? That's well, okay. Yeah. I, I think I peaked in my like, like peak fangirl days too. So just being a fangirl is just so fun. I honestly. just accept it now. I know. Same. Same. I was like, I will always own it. Like, too. I'm oh, like, my, oh my gosh. It. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was on stage once. I'm like, I pull it up and I like show people. And they're like, what? <laughs> literally, I'm like here, like wearing merch. I'm literally wearing my like Haley well, Williams sweatshirt. I want to get that one, but you, you know, I can't, I can't wear it around a lot of people. No, like, I can't either. I yeah. So I did wear it on work calls today, but I wore it like kind of like yeah, this. <laughs> okay. So you, you're living the fangirl life. Mm-hmm. You're doing your thing. Did, did Paramore then like carry over to other bands as well or were you just like a Paramore girl honestly it was mainly Paramore but I I love the Jonas Brothers I was a huge Taylor Swift fan oh 
gosh I feel, I feel like right now I, I still love Taylor Swift a lot but mm-hmm. Paramore is like the one consistent thing I don't Constant. think anything has ever topped it no it's always been Paramore for no. me because least. how could it not it's mm-hmm. so it's just like so easy to be a Paramore fan oh, they're just so good and they're just genuine people and it's wholesome you know they're so, it's exactly like, they're so sweet part. there's not like well there's dumb there's, oh, there's drama in every there's drama <laughs> in every fandom <laughs> so I actually shouldn't say that yes. but them as people are very sweet and kind yeah. and caring. And the fans are, for the like, most part, they're awesome. So oh my gosh, yeah. There's, like, a good part, like, a good crew to be a part of. So 100%. I was, I, I was a huge Jonas Brothers fan, but they, they kind of, like, they broke up. So I was yeah. like, okay, we're moving on. And Paramore <laughs> yeah. almost broke up a couple times, and, you know. Yeah, but we, we made it out alive. <laughs> I'll so, say, the After Laughter era, I don't <sighs> know if anything's going to compare to that. It was the best time to be a Paramore fan because I had like a real job. Yeah. So I was able to afford to do things. <laughs> and yes. I was like, mom, please help yeah, me. Yeah, you said, mom, I'm begging you, please. Please. How was Parahoy? Oh my goodness. It was so fun. Have it you been to all one. of them? You've been to all of them? So they docked in Miami and that's where oh, I was Oh, so from. duh. So, so that, I that like takes out yes. so much of the expense of like having to get there and I didn't have to fly anywhere I just drove 20 minutes to the port so literally 20 minutes to the which port. one which one was the best oh my goodness geez that's so hard and I I, I always do this I talk and I, this is the one critique I get from people who listen to this podcast I talk about things like everyone knows what they are so anyway oh, if you yeah. don't know Parahoy is a cruise that Paramore does and they like bring on other bands they do like shows a lot of live music and then you and they're just like walking about Mm -hmm. mainly yeah and then it's like a a cruise on top of that anyway so with a ton of Paramore fans like the because it sells out so it's like the biggest like fans that it's wild that I mean the best one Oh gosh. I mean, the first one was awesome, but I think the third one was pretty special because they did like an acoustic thing. Cute. Okay. Yeah. I think like in the theater and no phones were allowed, but it was like very intimate. It was like just very, it was very wholesome. It was like yeah. what I think about when I think about it. And it was like, I don't even remember how many songs they did, but it was just mm-hmm. really special. It felt like, oh. and I think they did pool on their, in their second show. And that song like popped off, honestly. Pool is, it- I think... It popped off. I don't know if I can put this on the record, but I think it is my favorite Paramore song. Honestly, same. It's so it's so good. It is. I listened to it today while I was at the pool, and it was. Awesome. Sh- <laughs> it was just very so I will me. dive back into. Yeah, I will. Yes, Haley. Man. So that one was good. I was front row for a lot of like the first couple of like shows, but honestly, I think I like being in the back better. Yeah, just dancing. It's when you dance. That was the- like third paramore parahoy show i was in the in the back and on at art and friends i was in the back too and i'm like this is the way to do it now art like, and friends were you around us like, yeah i was stuff? right behind y'all we, me and my best friend were right behind you guys it was the best i <laughs> we talk about this often during during idol worship oh, i we were like no, no, no. i was like out of my body no that's how we explain it like we were in a circle I don't even think I looked at the stage once and I was screaming I remember seeing this guy because we were in the back by the sound booth so it was all these industry people like Tyler Joseph I think like one of them Josh Dunn Dunn. (laughs) there's a video of him and you could see our whole group like right in front of him and like I was like arms (laughs) wide like head up to the sky like I'm not even kidding like probably like a it was probably like in Harry Potter like something coming out of my mouth like Dementor literally I was out of my body and that show was insane because yes there was so much of us in the back who were just like going most of us were back there yes exactly and like wow I just go for it I was gonna say (laughs) just knowing that it was gonna be like one of the last shows we just like that's why I went hard so I shot the first three songs of that set okay cute I'm a photographer but then when they started playing I don't even know where my camera went I put it somewhere (laughs) don't remember where I'm dead (laughs) I was like I hope this doesn't get lost but I think I put my memory card in my pocket I'm like just in case like it's fine I'm like my camera's over there I'm just like dancing and like drinking a Jack and Coke and having the time of my life as you should it was like I was so sweaty it was the best that is insane awesome yeah oh wow bring it back I'd love to relive that day I want to I want to go back the the day I go back into a Paramore show I think I would 
pass away. Someone like mentioned it, mentioned it to me on Sunday. They were like, Roxy, like when's Paramore coming back? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm going to pass out with me too. <laughs> Literally. And I feel like I, I like was on the outskirts of like the Paramore fandom and like all of that during After Laughter, basically because I was friends with Carly. So I just like had the end because I was oh. friends with her. But now I feel like I've become friends with so many people. So I can't wait for another show. So I can just be like, <sighs> we're all just going to cry and die. Okay, so we've mentioned it, but you're a photographer. Yes. Um, how did when did you start shooting? Like, how old were you? Oh gosh, I was so I was in college, and I was my first job was at this really really crappy um, hospice care, which is very sad. <laughs> so I was a receptionist there, just answering phone calls. And if you know uh-huh. me, you know I hate talking on the phone to people. Yep. I get so it. I was doing that, and my mom worked at a like a daycare. She was like a like a manager there, kind of. Oh, cool. And her yeah, her boss was a wedding photographer, oh. and I had him on Facebook, and he was like, "I need an assistant for a photo booth for this wedding." And I texted my mom, and I was like, "I want to do this because I yeah. hate, I hate my job." And it was like fifteen dollars an hour. Oh, and I was in college. I'm like, this is this is good money. Yeah, so exactly. Like seven dollars an hour or whatever it was yeah. at the hospice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to do this. And um, my mom like talked to him, and he reached out to me. He's like, Hey, like, would love you to like come set up the photo booth. It's like really heavy. It's like it was like honestly a hundred pounds. And like oh I was gosh. I was a small girl, and I had like a little <laughs> tiny car. I'm like, I can do it. I can fit that in my car. Oh, but I I mean I ended up doing it. It was like a lot of hard work. So for a long time, I was doing the hospice job in the photo booth and I was like feeling I was banking I'm like oh I'm gonna get so much money but then (laughs) I eventually just left the other job Mm -hmm. and I started second shooting for him at weddings and he was like hey would you like to get like work for this camera it was like a full frame Nikon cool okay I was like yeah because I had like a really bad like low light like Mm -hmm. uh, canon so it was like not not great yeah I was like yeah I'll do it so I shot like a couple weddings worked worked to buy that camera yeah. from him bought it started shooting weddings I'm like yeah weddings ain't my thing no, like, yeah, <laughs> exactly not, not passionate about it but I loved going to concerts mm-hmm. and I would always take my phone and I would always yeah. shoot with the phone so I like kind of started doing that whole like phone thing try to get into like shows with my camera but like it wasn't really panning out and actually mm-hmm. at a Paramore show at Monument was it Monumentor no it was a self-titled tour. Mm-hmm. I was I was barricaded and there was a lady shooting and she was older, but she was like just taking photos and she took yeah. a photo of me. I was like, what's your information? So we like traded info and she actually reached out to me after and was like, hey, I need help with my website. Would you help me do this website and I can help you get into shows and give you like a free Paramore print? And I was like, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> easy so I think I literally gave her like I made her website for her and I had no idea what I was doing I think it (laughs) was was so funny that she asked you like yeah so she was older I think she was in like her late 30s or early 40s so I don't think she knew a lot which I didn't either but I was I just googled stuff yeah so we um I made her like it was like she was getting into newborn photography and it was like a newborn website okay cute so I started doing that she sent me a print was like hey I'm shooting like new politics and charlie xcx at this venue if you like I can get you a pass if you like want to come assist me before the show yeah if you want to come help me with lighting and we can do that and then um you can shoot the show I was like oh absolutely yeah so I literally shot that show she did like um she used to shoot drummer so she did something with the new politics drummer and shot him and I like assisted her with lighting and stuff and then I shot the show and I kind of like that's how I got in like that's amazing which is really weird because it wasn't Paramore, but it was like yeah. kind of through a show I went to. Exactly. So, and that's is, such a cool story. Yeah, it's wild to think about. And now, I mean, I shoot a lot like churches now, as you know, mm-hmm. but I do a lot of like Paramore and like I'm trying to get more into like the music world. But yeah, things have been canceled. No, 100%. Hard time so, to do that. <laughs> we're trying over here. Wow, so. that is that is crazy. Which is it's it's really, really crazy. It's really weird to think about because it's like you don't think it's going to happen, but then things line up and you're like, oh. and then it just happens. Yeah. Happens. And then yeah. from there, did you just start shooting a lot of like local stuff? Yeah. I shot a ton. So I shot uh, bleachers at a festival in Florida. 
shot like the whole that whole festival was like I think it was like City and Color Bleachers cool yeah um and a few other bands I can't remember who it was and like just like I would try to get into shows I, I shot 21 Pilots in Orlando mm-hmm. I mean and it was all for free too but I'm like this is what I like to do and I, like, yeah. I want to get better so exactly yeah hopefully hoping that one day someone's gonna be like hey like come on tour with us hey mm-hmm. sister I, I know it's in your future. Oh, I, I receive it. That's that's amazing. Do you, was that hard to, because like music photography is like not easy. I've shot like a couple shows in my lifetime. I yeah. was like really on the photographer game for a bit and yeah, then girl. I just gave up on it. Um, but they're like really hard to shoot because you do, you get like three songs and yeah. you have to like adapt to lighting and all of that stuff. Yeah. Did you just like learn on the go? Yeah, to me, honestly, it's kind of like I'm chasing a high, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it's kind of like I don't know what I'm going to get. And it's always just kind of like, okay, here we go. And like my adrenaline's pumping. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. the best shot I can do right now? And like I I try to study, study. Like I, I watch it like I watch game tape. So I try to study their first three songs. Yeah. If there's like videos on YouTube, I try to look at those before I shoot. Your sister, yeah, to That's know like, like where you should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like an athlete kind of like looking at game tape so it's just kind of like I try to look at it try to be prepared try to know what they're doing it's really easy because since I've shot Paramore before I kind of know what Haley does yeah mm-hmm. and when she's gonna high kick and when she's gonna do something so I feel like I yeah. have a little bit of an edge when it comes to that but it's just like it is you're kind of being thrown into the fire if you yeah. will and then you have to fight you have to fight the other oh. photographers in the pit <laughs> There's so many people and it's very intimidating, especially as a girl. And I'm like yeah. such a like a short girl. And I'm just kind of like, I know what I'm doing, but these guys probably don't think I know what I'm doing. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of like I'm trying to prove myself, but also like trying not to get in people's way and trying to be a kind human. Yeah. So it's yeah. just always like just a lot of thoughts going through my head. And I'm like, I'm just going to do my thing and I'm just oh. going to shoot what I what I can, you know, 100 percent. Yeah. But also like be assertive and try to like stake my ground, if you will. A hundred percent. At times because do it's you, hard. Yeah. Do you find that it's a very like male dominated? Oh, career. I don't I don't know what the word yeah. I was looking for was. That's, but Yes. Which is so funny. Because, so, I mean, I shoot at Passion all the time. And it's, like, most of the people on the photo team are girls. Mm-hmm. But most of the people outside of that industry are guys. Are guys, And yeah. it's, like, and a lot of them are so kind. And they're amazing. <laughs> but they're, I mean, it's just very male-dominated. And a lot of them kind of, like, have this air about them that they know what they're doing. So it's just pretty intimidating walking into a space mm-hmm. with your camera. And these guys have, like, their two cameras and their big and lenses. Their lenses and, and yeah. yeah. And you're just, like... I, I know how to use those too, but I just have this like one lens that I really love and this yeah. other one that I'm going to switch into maybe mm-hmm. for the shoot. So it's super male dominated, but I think that there's like a whole, like, I feel like there's a whole fresh wind of like girls coming into the scene, which I've so, seen a lot like on Instagram. A hundred percent. I try to follow a lot of like girl photographers too. So maybe that's just like me and mm-hmm. what I'm seeing, but there's a lot of great guys out there too that shoot yeah. and are awesome but oh yeah boys, yeah, boys aren't the worst boys aren't the worst yeah um, <laughs> we like boys yeah <laughs> and I I feel like that too and I don't know if it's because I'm so invo- involved in like the fandom world and then like right. a lot of those people have turned into photographers and most of the ones mm-hmm. that I follow are women yeah. um but I do think it's really interesting to kind of see that switch because I feel like a lot of big um like artists I follow most of their like go-to photographers were men for sure and a lot of it's like if it's a male band they're most yeah. likely gonna have a guy on the road which is yeah. just uh, I mean which I makes sense it. yeah I understand so but there is like the odd girl that like shoots and I'm like oh you're amazing I'll you're follow like, you like, how did you do it you know <laughs> I have a really close friend here in Atlanta who shoots like for musicians and I'm like dude how do you how do you do it like and mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like interesting to talk to her and just being like yeah it is very male dominated mm-hmm. so which like you, it kind of is what it is at the point but yeah you know it's okay we're 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 changing yeah. societal norms here I think we are I think I think there's a whole new wave coming I mm-hmm. I believe it I agree do you yeah. do you think that you that your perspective of being a fan plays a part in your photography yes mm-hmm. I think so I think especially like when it comes to like even shooting Paramore, like I love them so much that Mm -hmm. I'm like, I want to portray this in the best way that I can. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I'm also a four in the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. I am too. (laughs) Individualist. So I I just feel like I I put so much of myself into my work. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, 
and I know their music. So it's just kind of like, I know what's going to, I feel like I know what's going to happen. I know how to anticipate the moment, but I also know like how I want to photograph my favorite band and I want to yeah. make, make them look the best that they can, you know? Absolutely. So I, I do think like loving the music really helps me portray it better if mm-hmm. I didn't if I wasn't passionate about a band because I've shot stuff I'm not like passionate about yeah and I feel like that shows because I'm not as connected to that work exactly as yeah. opposed to like when I shoot something I love mm-hmm. that's amazing what's it's the like, best what's the best show you've ever shot like you're the one you had the most fun well I have to say I mean I think I, I I'm gonna say Paramore you should Art and Friends was <laughs> fun. it was really fun yeah like oh gosh I think one of the most not frustrating moments when I shot, um, I shot tour two in Miami mm-hmm. and it was so kind of frustrating because the pit wasn't open, but I had a front row ticket. So oh. I like uh, the guy at the venue, I asked him like, Hey, I have the seat right here. Can I shoot from there? And he was like, no, like, sorry. And I was like, that's it. And why <laughs> literally I'm like, this is kind of a bummer. So I had to shoot them from really far with one lens. And I was like, man, like this is probably like my only shot at shooting this band. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not stoked on this. Yeah. So I honestly, like when I got to my front row seat, I like shot them with my phone and I have like a really great photo that I love from it. So I was hey, like, there you go. Well, you know what? This is what it is. But then I got like a chance to like get to photograph them again. And I think mm-hmm. Art and Friends was like just a blast because it was like their last show. Yeah. Of the after and you could tell era. they were having so much fun, you know. They were, they were popping off. The so. energy was like crazy in that building. Right. I don't think I breathed the whole three first three songs when I was I, shooting. I doubt it. I was like, okay, okay, she's gonna, okay, hi, okay, Taylor, okay, great, Zach, okay, awesome. <laughs> it was like that was like my mind, a hundred percent, just like and good oh, as it I should felt be. So ADD, but it was just like, yeah, that was. I think that was the best show I've shot. I've also shot like Need to Breathe and Switchfoot, and they're fun. I like oh, shooting cool. rock bands because they're just very mobile and they just yes. kind of like. I like shooting people that move around because you're just getting a ton of like action stuff. Yeah. And, and I feel like they're getting. Like, yeah. And they're really expressive too, which mm-hmm. I feel like helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Switchfoot is a fun band to shoot throwback to the Switchfoot, but yeah. they're really fun, you know? Yeah. Do you <laughs> so, think, do you think like stage? I'm also curious of like stage, stage design and all of that mm-hmm. like plays a part too. Oh, yeah. A production is huge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for I think it was uh tour five they had those mirrors or whatever. so cool and that was yes. really fun to shoot I love shooting like against like big led walls because mm-hmm. I can kind of like silhouette people yeah and just yeah crazy lights I'm like just give it all to me like just give, give me a <laughs> just challenge. let me play with it yeah and I I shoot with like a lot of prisms if people don't know my work I just like to put stuff like funky things in front of my lenses and just try to make it look weird so I think that's my brand I so I think Carly called me the, the gritty photographer true She's like, That's you're the, the perfect greatest way to put it. Photographer, and I'm like, honestly, I will take it. <laughs> I love it. It's it the truth. It look gritty. It's great. <laughs> you know, I'm here for it. It's the truth. Every time at work, when I get like a picture that like it, the title is like Roxy, like seven four three, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah, it's just gritty and like probably like grainy, but I'm like, That's I love me. it. Yeah, I thank you. It. It's your style. <laughs> Never perfect, but it's it's me. That's it's, okay. That's how I describe myself. That's incredible. Do you, do you have advice for like aspiring mm-hmm. music photographers? Oh gosh. I think that you just gotta like take every opportunity you can. And I think I started shooting, like once I got connected to that photographer in Miami, I started shooting for like publications. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, just get in as many reps as you can. So, I mean, during COVID, I feel like I have an advantage because even though I was shooting like worship stuff I still didn't stop shooting music Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm still kind of like getting my reps in yeah you know like I'm still Mm -hmm. doing this so I feel like whenever music does come back I feel like I have an edge because I can like oh I didn't really stop you've been in it yeah Yeah. even though it looks different and it's like a whole different genre I didn't really stop Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like take as many opportunities as you can if you're in a basement uh, like venue just do it like right it's going to be hard and your photos are probably going to be grainy. And like, I've been there, like I've shot like terrible, like ISO 5,000 stuff. Yes. And I'm like, well, this sucks. It's just going to be all black and white. Here you go. Exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. But I feel like black and white. Exactly. I feel like that also will like push you to learn uh, more, you know, cause it, it, I feel like it's easier to, to shoot a, you know, fully produced 
big production yeah. show. I shot at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in 2020. I'm like, oh, this is so exactly. easy. It's like beautiful. I'm like, great. Click, so click, and done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is not really a challenge. But like when you get into like a gritty, like no production stuff, that's when like you're like, do you do you have what it takes? Yeah. You know, kind of? mm-hmm. So I just like my advice would be like, get your reps in and just shoot anything you can, even if it's like a tiny venue with no lights. Mm-hmm. That's going to help you grow. that's what I mean I've been there and I still sometimes am there like Mm -hmm. even now I'm sure I'll yeah I'll I'll shoot that at that venue Mm -hmm. like so I and I don't think I think never feel like you're above any job yeah you know 100% never never be don't be cocky no nobody likes a cocky yeah don't be cocky just be Be fun be fun It's great. That's incredible what do you think what's the most important thing that being a fan has taught you I, oh man, that's a really good question. Thanks. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just, I, I read it beforehand, but now okay. it just got me again. <laughs> oh, I man. love it. The most important thing being it. I think it's just like, music is awesome. And just like, don't be ashamed of liking the music. Like that's, that's like what I, I'm like, I feel like I'm speaking to your heart. You just like put your you are. <laughs> you know, it's just like, there, I feel like some people think that they're too cool for school mm-hmm. and then like, oh, yeah, I am just like shooting this band I'm like no this is like that's amazing like you're shooting a band that's sick you're a fan and and it's music is so good and they're a great band so be like I'm shooting this amazing band I don't know be a fangirl like you yeah. know like it's just like don't be too cool for school it's my like that's what that's taught me it's kind of like music is awesome I'm a fan I'm not going to be ashamed of being a fan because like I don't want to be above it, you know, kind no. of thing. I just, I just want to like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of your music and I'm going to make you look good. Like, exactly. I don't want to talk, but I'm like, you're going to look good. We're going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. You're going to like these photos. So it's just kind of like, and it's also so collaborative. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you're like chill and you're cool and you produce great work, they're going to want to work with you again. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's taught me to not be ashamed of like being a fan. 100%. And I think for a while it was kind of like, oh, you're like a fangirl. So don't, you know, don't be Sister. a fangirl. And I think, I think for like a while, me trying to shoot Paramore, I was trying to be like this like chill person. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm Roxy. I'm a photographer. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. You know, yeah. like I was kind of putting me being a fan out there. But then I like one time after a show, I tweeted, hey, I'm like, I would like to shoot the show. And she was like, great. Great. And I'm like, cool. you said it was that okay. easy. <laughs> It was literally like, I'm a fan of your music. And she's like, great, you can shoot the show. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, don't be ashamed of being a fan of the music. No, that's why we're here, you know? Exactly. And that's <laughs> like, gosh, I feel like I step up on this soap op, this soapbox at the end of whenever, every episode. Whenever you do, I'm like, honestly, I'm there with you. I'm like next to you. Like, I love like it. This. I love it. But it's, it's exactly like anyone who's working in music, whether it's yes. like, in the like business or photography right. or creative or doing music mm-hmm. like everyone is doing it because they were a fan and they are a fan because yeah. like no one would be doing this if they weren't you a fan weren't. of music yes. um and so I'm just like so on the same page and I don't understand it's so interesting like I, I'm so curious where that stems from the whole like oh having to like play it cool and like know. all of that because I mean, I, f- I feel like Atlanta is a pretty big like music city as yeah. well, but that whole like dynamic is so big in Nashville. Yeah. And when I first yeah. moved here, it was like very intimidating Same, and overwhelming yeah. because like I learned most of what I knew about the music industry before getting a degree in it yeah. because I was like a fangirl because I had to right. like learn right. the industry to find my way around things. Um, And so it was just like, so we- it's so weird that that's such a there's such a like stigma around that. I don't understand it, but we're what fuels like the music industry fans, you know? Literally. Like, literally, mm-hmm. we are like it. So I don't know. I I don't think it's something to be shameful about. I think Me we either. should own up to it and be like, yeah, I love that music. And I used to like not even wear like merch outside of my house. Yeah. No, me and either. Now, and now I'm like, like no shame. This- yeah, I like show up to places. I'm like, yeah, this is my Paramore hoodie. What do you What do you think? You know, like- I used to not wear Paramore stuff in Nashville because I was like, oh, what if I run into them? But now I'm like, if I run into them wearing this, they're probably gonna be like, hey, girl. Right. I mean, I have a I have a Paramore tattoo, and when I would go to Nashville, I would kind of like try to wear long sleeves and like, like not like hide it. And one time at barista parlor someone was like hey is that a paramore tattoo I was like yeah I was kind of like trying to be like chill about it mm-hmm. I'm like it is and then they're like I'm friends with Brian 
can I take a photo of it? I'm like, sure. sure. So I, I think they sent it to him. I don't know, Brian. That's incredible. It, let us know. But they like sent it to Brian. I'm like, uh, I mean, I'm a fan. So yeah. it's on my body. So yeah. here, here it is. There is but absolutely it, no shame anymore. We are no breaking shame. that down, Roxy, you and I. Guys, 2021, no shame in, in being a fangirl. No shame. Own it. Own it. Own it. Don't well, be a creep also, but oh, just, oh you know, no, please, please <laughs> play it cool. Like play it cool yeah. when it comes to like, please don't like stalk people. Like I've done right. things I regret. Like, I've learned. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, don't be ashamed of loving music. No, I mean, that's why I, music is the best. Music is mm-hmm. the best. I agree. So I just don't think you should be ashamed of it. Anyway. No. What is your, what's your Paramore tattoo? Oh, it's, um, so Haley wrote it out for me. I'm showing it to you on Zoom. I don't think people can see it. <laughs> I'm like, here you I go. I love it. It says, it's not faith if you use your eyes. Wow. No, what a good line. And I love it. It's my favorite. She, it's not even, this is not even my favorite Paramore song, but it's my favorite Paramore lyric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? She wrote it. It was like on a photo I took. And then I had a friend kind of like clean it up a little bit in Photoshop. Nice. Yeah. It, was a little, it was a little sloppy, but it was mm-hmm. my first tattoo ever. Was it really? That's yeah. so sweet. I thought about it for four years and then I did it. And now I have like, um, I have a whole almost sleeve of tats. But That's so sweet. Your tattoos yeah. are so cool. Thank you. Roxy, I just want to be as cool as you are. No, stop it. Stop it. You're cool. I, really I think you're really cool. I really do. Stop wow. It. That's incredible. Do you have any other like music one. tattoos? Huh? Do you have any other like music band yeah, tattoos? So- this one i'm like showing you like it's showing I love it. <laughs> is um so it's like hold on to hope so it's like a hand yes. holding a heart that's I was song 20, yep i was 26 last year covid hit and i was like i lost my job i lost everything i was yeah. on unemployment and i was like hold on to hope so it just kind of like symbolizes that era of my life that is so sweet yeah. oh, i love um, it what a good song gosh 26 by paramore if you need to cry turn it on please yeah Turn it on. Let us know what you think about it when you're done. <laughs> let us know in the comments below. Please, please. Go please to our Instagram and let us know. Yes, please. That, that is so really funny. Oh my gosh. Who are you? Is there anyone you're listening to or stalking on hmm. the inst- on Instagram? Like anyone you're fanning over now? Listen, Olivia Rodrigo can oh. murder me and I would thank her. <laughs> I, I am like entering... <laughs> my she like punch me in the face <laughs> literally i'm like you. re-entering my like fangirl status with oh her my gosh like i'm buying merch i am and this oh, girl is like i want i want so a sour young. hoodie like, <laughs> i want the sour hoodie i want the bucket hat i want it all same and people are like well she copied misery business i'm like well you know what paramore is an inspiration to us all literally so, people saying be- that is so ridiculous it's, i'm like yeah. whatever but i'm very much i've just been playing her record since it came out i i i'm a fangirl i can't wait to spend all my money to see her live i know when she but, goes on tour it's gonna be oh, terrifying i hope i hope she opens up for taylor swift okay i think she is i think she should i'm convinced she is I think um so Olivia and Taylor, we're just waiting. You know, I know you're listening to this, Olivia and Taylor. So <laughs> I know you're my top fans uh, on Collective Sound. Say, uh, please tour together because I'm down. Also, Taylor, hundreds of dollars, literally. And Taylor, please just give me 1989 re-recording. Give okay. me t- 1989 Taylor's version now. That's coming. It's coming. I mean, we That's know coming. it, but like, just it's, everyone it's keeps coming. being like, "Oh, it's this week." Oh no, it's this well, week. Oh, no, it's this week. Allegedly, it was like red, and then she like, cause she tweeted like the girl in red record. Did you see yes, that? Yes. Yes. And she said, "Drop everything now." Yes. People were like, in "Is purple. this now? Is it red?" <laughs> exactly. Then she started getting confusing. Then at the Brits, she was like using the filter from. It was like red makeup, but yes, then the I'm, 1989 filter yes. and the crop top. And I'm like, Taylor. And then she just posted like the Evermore thing and people were like, oh yeah, it has the 89. I'm like, yeah. I don't see it, but if you do, okay, I trust you. <laughs> exactly. I need it. I think that is arguably my favorite Taylor album. It, before oh, like Folklore and Evermore, those just like don't count to me because. I mean, Folklore and Evermore are just like my children. Literally. If you had to pick one, which one would it be? <sighs> <laughs> don't make me do oh my god okay um okay uh I've gotten to a lot of arguments about this so I'm curious to know your answer okay so okay here's my thoughts I think that 
I like a lot of songs of, on folklore, but Evermore doesn't have a lot of skips for me. Okay, I'm the same way. I think okay. I think folklore is so good. I think it was like you know, so big. It was like the first one of it, yep. like all of that. But August I think is my favorite song on there. Yeah. So good. No, no cap. No cap. No cap. <laughs> no skip. Like nope. put it on repeat. Mm-hmm. But I do think Evermore as a whole yes, is arguably musically better. Better. Agreed. And like maybe not as like uh universally appealing Mm -hmm. but like for a girl like me who loves the national and all of that stuff evermore is like for me champagne problems give it to me willow give it to me gold rush oh oh my tis the damn season i think she wrote that song for me for me say i relate to that song right now me too age girl mm. we're both talking like, <laughs> we said i said sister when i when i stop recording we'll talk about it we'll talk. um but i honestly okay. this has nothing to do with that but cornelia street belongs on one of those okay records. i agree i agree yeah. i think there's i think cornelia street there was another one i think he knows. Was that, he knows no maybe i don't remember what it was have you listened to the ringer podcast yeah Yes, it, it, they talked about it on there, which that podcast like is so freaking good. Uh, um, <laughs> maybe it was Con- Cornelia Street. Maybe it was that one. There was that another one where belongs on like folklore. Or it does. Evermore, honestly, no, it does. I listen to it. Honestly, sometimes I feel sad and I'm like, I'm going to listen to this song <laughs> or I want to feel sad. I'm like, I'm going to go listen to Cornelia Street and think about boys. I feel that. <laughs> you know? Think about men. Yeah. <laughs> Just make me sad. Yes. All the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, too relatable. Gosh, I love Taylor. Um, okay, I have some rapid fire for you. Ooh, let's go. Are you ready? Okay. Number mm-hmm. one, what's your favorite song at the moment? Oh gosh, it's gotta be good for you. Oh, as a tribute. Yeah, that song's good. been on repeat for or me. Or deja vu, b- both of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Paramore, Art and Friends. Love it. Done. If it wasn't Paramore, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Um, honestly, Taylor Swift reputation. Oh. It was amazing in Atlanta. I paid $30 for a Jack and Coke. Oh, so. I thought you meant for the ticket. I was like, oh my God. No, I paid $30 for a drink. I paid $30 for a drink and it was my friend's birthday. So I was like, I got your drink. And then I was like, oh, just said 60 bucks. You know, sometimes it's worth it. I went it- to. I nursed that drink all night. So I'm proud of you. I went to um, the Jonas Brothers on their mm. last tour, and I got a ticket the from. So Sorry, I go ahead. The, the next tour? Why are the tickets so expensive? Oh, are you going? Did to you Nashville? look? I'm, I'm going to Nashville. I'm I didn't buy. T- I didn't buy tickets yet, but like, why yeah. are they so expensive? I paid a lot. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, it's okay. I accidentally bought Billie Eilish tickets. Like, I'm not even kidding. On accident, uh, and paid too much for those. So. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about it. Um, but I went to the Jonas Brothers, their last tour, and got a ticket for free from my boss at the time because he, like, long story, it doesn't even matter. But I got the ticket for free. So I went mm-hmm. in and I bought the biggest beer I could find. I'm not even kidding. It was bigger than my face. Oh my God. And I vibed at the show, like, surrounded yes. by girls by myself, just drinking this giant beer. And I was like, this is like my peak moment. Oh my gosh. Well, so I remember going to their show and their drinks were so expensive too. And so Maggie expensive. Rogers that same year was so expensive. And now like during COVID, I was like, I would have spent money on those drinks. <laughs> like I would do anything. I was like, I'm never going to complain about a show like cost ever again. Me either. I, I will do it and I will pay money or try yeah. to sneak something in. Honestly. No. Oh yeah. I'm going to start doing that once COVID's over. Uh, I'm like already spending a dumb amount of money on concert tickets. Oh. Yeah. Um, I spent like $200 the other day before 9 a.m. on a concert <laughs> ticket. So. This is Jonas Brothers. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. As you should. As you Me should. and my friends were like, should we do it or should we go for like the cheaper route? And I'm no. like, it's only $30. So we're no. just going to be in the 100 section and it'll be fine. I love it. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Rapid fire. Yeah. Um, last one. If okay. you could photograph one person or band or group or whatever, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, I would love to photograph Taylor Swift on tour, but I would love to do like her behind the scenes moments. Oh, so like girl. just like the intimate moments where she's just kind of like hanging out or like trying to figure like a song out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I want to do. Cause she had 
I think she feels like she had a contract with like Getty photographers for mm-hmm. a minute on reputation. But I'm like, I was talking to a friend. I'm like, I just want to see, I want to see the behind the scenes moments. Like the moment Same. where she's like putting on her shoe or like, yeah, what is she up to? Yeah. So I would just like to shoot, like be a fly on the wall. Like, honestly, you don't even need to talk to me, Taylor. <laughs> you don't even need to look at me. <laughs> you don't even need to acknowledge my presence. I just need to be there. So I would love to just shoot like that kind of like stuff. Mm-hmm. like more intimate like her and her family her and just like her band just yeah that kind of bts stuff that's what i like i love mm-hmm. to gather from when i shoot like behind the scenes yeah 100 so. percent. and yeah. i feel like she doesn't do a lot of that so that would be very fascinating which surprises me for like because she's such a big artist so yeah. i feel like she should yeah taylor we know it's you're listening name. my name is roxy moore <laughs> So, you said email me, hit me up on Instagram. My do what rate you gotta will be do. that high for you. So. <laughs> my rate will be a couple, um, a couple drinks at your show. A Just cover a couple drinks. Just let me let me photograph you for a week, and if you like me, you can hire me on. I'll do it for free for a week. This is a good pitch. This is a great pitch. <laughs> I just winked. She. <laughs> For the record, she just winked. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh but, um, my god. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that'd be awesome to shoot. Wow, her. what a good answer. Roxy, that's I like, thought about it a lot. <laughs> I bet a lot. As you should. As Thank you me. should. Um, that's like all my questions I have for you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. This was really fun. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to be best friends forever. Collective sound. Hey, Justin. My name is Roxy. This is my friend, Isabel. She is amazing. And I think you should have her on your podcast because she just has like the coolest vibe. She just took a sip of her wine while I'm talking. So that just, that just says she's cool. So please have her. And that's please, it. Please come on her podcast. Yes, Justin, And if you please. have a podcast, have her on your podcast. I don't know if he has a podcast. He does have a podcast. Well, there you go. Yeah. It could be a collaboration. Justin, you heard it here first. Okay. Justin. Okay. Do it for the culture. <laughs> culture. Do it for the people. For the people. For the oh collective sound culture. Literally. For the collecties. We're begging. Is that what we're called? Yes, that is what we're okay. called.